Welcome everybody. This is the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. Uh, my name is Ed Moore. I'm your host. This is a spoiler podcast. Uh, the story that we're going to talk about, uh, pretty much any story that I talk about, I'm going to talk about in some detail. Uh, maybe not as much detail as others uh, would like, perhaps, but in some detail. Uh, plots, um, art, story, background information, things like that. So... I uh, want to start off with a, a kind of a correction, more an addition to the um, last episode. I talked about the Village of Fear from the Doomsday Squad, Volume 1, Issue 3. Uh, Village of Fear was the title of the story. Just one note uh, to make about this story. This is from uh, Steve. Village of Fear, when it first appeared in Doomsday Squad number three, was the very first time that a Usagi Yojimbo story was published in color. When it was later collected with the other early stories included in the first trade paperback collection, the artwork was reworked a little bit to compensate for being printed in black and white, uh, the way it, uh, which is also how it appears in the special edition hardcover, which is what I use as, as my source material. So, there we go. Thank you very much, Steve, for that. Uh, oversight on my part. That's a uh, an interesting little bit of uh, of trivia there, considering that Usagi Ojimbo is uh, predominantly a black and white comic. Now he does have some color variations, but predominantly he's black and white. So the story today is A Quiet Meal. First appeared in Critters Volume 1, Issue 6. Uh, came out December of 1986 from Fantagraphics. Pretty much the only character of note in it is uh, Miyamoto Usagi himself. We, um, we're not necessarily introduced to a couple terms, but there are a couple terms that I, I want to uh, throw in there for, uh, a little bit. The story opens with, so far, probably my favorite piece of, of art. Uh, this one happens to be a full-page spread. I'm not sure that up to this point there really have been any full page, if any. Flipping through here, it doesn't look like it. None caught my eye. Um, Usagi is uh, continuing his travels. He's walking through a field. In the foreground, uh, on the right-hand side of the picture, is some very uh, intricately drawn flowers. The field he's walking through has uh, grass knee to thigh height as he's walking through it. Uh, the clouds, which take up about two-thirds of the frame, um, are, are just very uh, nicely laid out and in sweeping. You, you even get the impression from the way that the clouds are drawn, the way that the wind is blowing. In addition, there are it's like a, a group, I guess, six or seven here, uh, dragonflies that Mr. Sakai took the, the time to put in, skimming across the surface of the grass, kind of in front of Usagi as, uh, as he has uh, disrupted them, They're flying out ahead of him, kind of like, you know, when you walk through field, grasshoppers will hop around. These, these are dragonflies preceding him as he's walking through the field. Awesome, awesome piece of uh, art. Uh, I, I would definitely like to to have the original of this if, if it were out there available and uh, more importantly in my price range. 
Next we see that uh, Usagi has walked up on a on an inn. Uh, he enters, indicates to the uh, innkeeper uh, that he needs a table for one. Uh, doesn't say a word. Uh, it's it's all hand gestures and everything. Usagi takes a, a moment to uh, to take off his his sandals here. I do want to note that the Tokagi continue to be used with uh, quite a bit of comedic effect here. Um, they're watching Usagi um, more than just a little curiously in this image. As uh, Usagi's taking off his sandals, a, uh, a group of uh, gamblers comes in. Five or six of them, looks like. And they're very loud, very boisterous, uh, representing a variety of... Uh, different creatures pig, bear, a goat, a cat a wolf looks like they uh, have won um, to them a, a decent amount of, of money in a recent gambling venture and they're wanting to celebrate with uh, sake so as they come in they uh, just exuberantly, loudly uh, annoyingly indicate to the Innkeeper that they want some sake, uh, and they want it yesterday. Uh, Usagi, meanwhile, is is um, hold, holding holding steady, uh, waiting for the uh, food and drink that he had already requested from the innkeeper. And the innkeeper is bringing. Uh, we do see in the background here that there is another inn guest who is quite. Um, Startled, not necessarily startled, but he, he definitely notices the goings-on of of these gamblers as they're making much much annoyance with themselves. Eventually, the uh, innkeep does uh, bring them sake for all. Uh, of course, not as quick as the gamblers wanted, so they're quite loud about uh, wanting service and what they want and where is the innkeeper and the innkeeper's working very hard very diligently to service them trying to keep them quiet knowing that he has to walk that line between serving them and keeping them quiet and keeping things nice and even keeled for the other uh, patrons that he has in his inn Usagi and this this other uh, gentleman back here that appears to be some kind of perhaps mouse it looks like Maybe a bear, but if it's a bear, it's a bear with buck teeth. And, or a rat, uh, it's a short-eared rabbit. I'm not sure what it is. Um, so finally, you know, the, the more, the, the loudest of the gambling crew, I guess the de facto leader, uh, finally has enough with what he feels is mistreatment by the innkeeper in trying to keep he and his party quiet. And he turns on the innkeeper and um, basically tells him that for trying to be a party pooper, he's going to throw him out. Egged on by the rest of his crew, he does. Uh, then, with the um, assistance of, of some uh, liquid courage, the leader uh, goads one of the other members of the crew to... Uh, confront and throw out the other patron besides Usagi uh, that's in the inn 
and uh, he does to again quite quite a bit of comedic effect that the patron bounces across the ground and, and uh, runs into basically the innkeepers he's getting up trying to get back into his inn to reclaim uh, uh, the, the control the gambling crowd then uh, turns to the last person that they have the ability to mess with that being Usagi himself who still is quietly eating his meal not flustered by this uh, braggadocious group who now I see number six there's six of them and they turn on Usagi and they're talking kind of amongst themselves but uh, we know also that they're talking to Usagi himself as far as um, you know you need to leave too we know you're scared why are you waiting are you still sitting there shouldn't you be leaving and they continue on Usagi just eating quietly uh, it is after all what he is there to do so um, finally the leader of the gamblers a, a pig um, gets up enough courage and rushes Usagi uh, as he's giving Usagi one last chance to leave we see that Usagi is reaching to um, to he, he's not reaching he, he lays his hand down on his katana to, to prepare for what he's going to do and as the uh, gambling pig rushes Usagi draws his katana swiftly out of his seiya and uh, swipes it around the gambler uh, in, in quick fluid motions and then she's a sword the um, pig uh, checks himself over looks around looks at his, his fellows and sees that no one is, has been injured and so then he starts uh, starts in verbally on Usagi again and as he's criticizing him for missing one of the gamblers happens to look down at the floor and notices the flies uh, that had accompanied this group as they came in which uh, each panel has them around I'm sorry not around the group but around that that Lee pig every panel that he appears in has these flies buzzing around him up until Usagi's um, uh, example um, not sure what word I want to use there but uh, as they're inspecting these flies the um, members notice that uh, it's been cut in half and this one's been cut in half so each of them mention that they see another fly that's been cut in half and when they realize that that is what he had done they all decide that they are going to um, vacate rather quickly and leave uh, leaving Usagi to sit and finish his tea while the innkeeper and other patron look on trying to figure out what it is that Usagi this unassuming samurai has done to set these men fleeing in such apparent terror Okay. Uh, as I indicated, a couple words there that I wanted to introduce. Uh, one was uh, the word katana, 
which is the um, traditional Japanese term for a single-sided blade which as far as any designation I'll use uh, works quite well as, as far as I, I can tell um, a little bit of research will show you that perhaps katana is not the best word to use um, both for sword uh, as far as uh, Japanese etymology and uh, particularly the kind of blade that uh, usagi or, or samurais uh, used but for our purposes it'll it'll work uh, I think the other word was seiya uh, which is a Japanese term for scabbard what the sword itself is sheathed in so those aren't uh, Mr. Sakai did not introduce those in this story as he has some other terms those were just some terms that I, I wanted to add uh, nobody died in this story uh, that's the first time uh, in seven stories that we've talked about so far that no one, uh, no other character has been killed so I, I thought that was interesting to note and as I did mention briefly the, the Tokagi uh, they continue to, to amuse me the Tokagi are the little uh, scavenger uh, reptiles that uh, Mr. Sakai uses in the story in place of in place of all kinds of things in place of rabbits, squirrels, mice rats all of those kind of uh, verminous kind of creatures they're all these little dinosaur looking lizards called Tokagi and um, he um, he uses them in a, in a manner very similar to another book that I'm familiar with not one that he draws um, he is I believe the um, letterer for these books but uh, the, the his usage of the Tokagi put me in mind of aspects of Sergio Aragonis's Gru, uh, which Mr. Sakai letters. So it's it's interesting to see that uh, the Tokagi in the Usagi stories, and in my mind, I think of Gru stories that I have grown up reading and, and placing those same creatures with those same expressions and behaviors in in the various Gru stories that there are. Okay, I think that uh, that'll about wrap us up for this episode. Uh, for those of you that do want to follow, and I apologize for not having done this before, I, I should have thought of this, but uh, next episode I'll be talking about the story Blind Swords Pig, which first appeared in Critters uh, Volume 1, Issue 7. So there for you guys that uh, maybe have a chance to read ahead of time and you can or or read while you're listening to this. I don't know. I'm not sure how you folks listen. So but wanted to give you that information just in case. If you do want to drop me a line, you can do so at usagipodcast at gmail.com. The website that the episodes will be on is the reader feed, one word dot com. Uh, T-H-E-R-E-A-D-E-R-F-E-E-D The Reader Feed, just like it sounds. And also, uh, the Usagi Ojimbo fan page on Facebook, I usually post notices of the episodes being available there. 
and uh, Mr. Hubble's been very kind to allow me to do that and, and also typically will repost in some other places uh, have comments for myself or for the audience and and he's just very uh, very supportive of, of uh, this little little project that I have going on here and I, and I definitely appreciate that he's been an excellent source of, of information do want to thank uh, Mr. Derek Coward uh, he is the proprietor of the Comic Book Noise family of podcasts, which floats under the Deliberate Noise Network banner, and the Reader Feed is one of the podcasts under the Comic Book Noise banner. So, Mr. Coward does a lot of the um, tech kind of stuff as far as posting the episodes and, and everything like that, and I, I want to thank him providing the web space and the storage space for the podcast. Thank you very much, Derek. I, I definitely appreciate it, and I appreciate all you folks that are listening. Uh, I uh, got um, yesterday in an email the uh, latest round of uh, download and, and um, player uh, embedded player numbers for the podcast. And I, I must say, I'm quite pleased with the support, and, and definitely appreciate it. Uh, it's 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 rather humbling to to think that there are folks out there that will sit and listen for 15 or 20 minutes and me go on about a, a story, a comic book character, uh, something that I enjoy doing. But of course, you know, we don't necessarily sit around assuming that others enjoy doing what we enjoy. But I, I do appreciate those of you that have listened, have been listening. Uh, thank you for stopping by those who this is your first show. Uh, this is episode 7, so if you do want to go back and listen, catch up with all of Usagi's uh, journeys as far as having been seen through my eyes. Um, not a whole lot for you to, to go and catch up on. They should all be uh, available on the reader feed if you look. Um, iTunes, reader feed is on iTunes. Um, speaking of iTunes, anybody out there that does frequent iTunes, if you would take a moment and leave an iTunes review and help others find the show and, and I can use that and uh, discuss the feedback that you give as well on the show, just like I have for these others so I, I would appreciate that if anybody feels uh, inclined to take the time to do that thanks a lot for uh, stopping by and as I said, next episode, episode 8 will be the Blind Swords Pig we'll talk to you guys later this is a Teal Production